When I heard last week of what happened, of the senseless murder of innocent people, it's hard to understand what's going on. How individuals can have hate like this. And it's a sad time in our lives. But the scripture warns us of this. God says there'll be wars and rumors of wars, famines. And so we as believers need to be prepared. We need to be prepared both spiritually and physically. You know, it's a shame that a police officer has to now drive around in our parking lots. A place of worship should be a place where you can come and not have to worry. But that's not how it is anymore. The good news is we're prepared. But we shouldn't have to be. But we also know that this is part of what is happening in the world. As Satan gets stronger, the battles will get stronger as well. But we can overcome them, can't we? This congregation in particular is a witness to breaking down barriers. We come from every tribe, tongue, and nation. And that's what God wants it to be. The devil doesn't want that, does he? The devil wants us to have hatred towards one another. You know, I'll never forget years ago we on our website we had different pictures of people in the congregation and we once had a lady who came she's actually worked for a TV station and she couldn't believe that she thought the pictures we had online were stock photos that you could just you know buy somewhere because she couldn't believe that a congregation could be as cross-cultural as we were and are so she came to prove us wrong. And about six years later, she moved out of state. But she realized that we could come together. And that's what we have to do. See, when the devil attacks, we need to call in the reinforcements. You know, it's amazing that how many of you all heard that they asked for a rabbi to do a prayer? Hands up. None of y'all. Do y'all not watch the news? Do y'all not read Facebook even? Come on, it's been all over the place, right? And what rabbi did they have do it? A messianic rabbi. Yep, a messianic rabbi was the one who did it. God, what man tries for bad, God will turn for good. And that's what we need to remember. Do we need to be as wise as a serpent? Yes. But as gentle as a dove. 
We know how to prepare for the worst. If you don't believe us, come to Lock and Loaded for the Lord one time. You'll see people shooting guns and praising God all at the same time. It's a great thing. Right? It's a lot of fun, too. Great fellowship. But guess what? This world is going to get worse, isn't it? It's going to get worse before it gets better. But as long as we stay firm to the Word, and that's the key thing, is God's Word. I, I, I so encourage you not only to read it, but to study it. You know, the Scripture tells us in the end days that there are going to be believers that fall away, aren't there? I know if you're one saved, always saved person, you don't understand that, but that's what the Bible says, right? That they're not going to believe because they're not versed enough. They don't understand the Word. God makes it very clear when he, when he shared with us these words. He said, when you hear that the Messiah is out there or over there, don't go running after him, right? And man, don't you see people doing that all the time. When the latest fad hits, you know, jumping over chairs, they're all people the group that goes right to it, right? But the scripture says very clearly, how is our Messiah coming back? In the clouds, right? He's not going to be running for president. He's not going to be president or she's going to be president, right? They're not going to be leaders of a country or uh, Prince Charles with the, with the ears. There's a not, you know... You hear all these things, right? The Antichrist might be like that, but Messiah is not going to be like that, right? And when you hear these things, you know the truth that that's not how our Messiah is not coming back as a baby, right? He's not coming back to, as a part of a kingdom to all of a sudden say, Hoop, here I am. He's riding on a horse. He's got his talit on. He won't be tired, so he'll wear his. Right? I remember. Shofar in one hand, sword in the other, proclaiming God's glory. And that's what we know. So when we, when we hear these things, we don't need to be scared. But we do need to let people know the truth. Because the truth sets you what? free. We as a society need to be ready. You know, we don't take it lightly here. We've been working constantly to improve that. Not because we want to, it's almost because we have to now. How many of you used to leave your doors unlocked at night? <coughs> Can't do that anymore, can you? It's scary. But it's a time we're living in. You know, too many churches and synagogues are on the decline. People aren't looking for God anymore. But here's one thing you know is God's still looking for us. And that never changes. I want to encourage you. Talk to your friends who aren't going to a, a place of worship and invite them. 
Invite them till they come. I don't, don't, you know, tell them there's free food. That gets everybody. F food? You tell them, you know, there's free money or food, they're going to be there, right? It's a, it works. Right? We see it at services. Man, when we do, you know, two, two free meals in a day, man, we'll get people coming. We get people that don't even go here come here, right? But we need to be lifted up. When these type of things happen, we need to be able to turn it to God's glory. It was a sad day there. But guess what? It's not going to be the last one, is it? But we can come and know that God is with us and he's protecting us. He's got the spiritual, we got the physical to deal with, right? You know, our guys are trained to look for suspicious people coming in. It's a shame we have to say that. But you know what? If you look suspicious, we're going to stop you. Samuel White's not here, is he? Where's Samuel? Everyone knows. Ask Samuel about his trip to Israel, where he decided to grow his beard out. If you look at, you know, you're not supposed to, you know, what, what do they call them, profile people? Israel profiles people. We were leaving Israel, okay? Not only did we have a problem when he came into the country, they, they, question, they pull people out of the group and question you. I'm always the first one, right? I've never had this happen. They, after they pulled him out, good 10, 15 minutes they were talking to him. They then came over to me. I said, how long have you known this guy? <laughs> well, we've known him for about five years. He's okay, don't worry. Right? They let him in. We were leaving the country. That was going in, right? We're leaving. He doesn't even get to the entrance of the airport. And a soldier stops him and asks for his ID. But you know what? They don't have terrorist events going on, do they? You know, there's an old saying, you know, I'm, I'm not worried about the 89-year-old woman walking, you know, going through the airport. I'm worried about the guy who looks like a terrorist. You know, that's what we have to worry about nowadays. Is it okay? I think it's okay to profile. You know, I, I'm, I, I have to tell you that. For the safety of people, of the greater good, we have to profile. Right? Because let's face it, why do we waste our time, you know, having a 90-year-old woman in, in a wheelchair and one arm, right, on life support, and they're going to pull her to the side to make sure she doesn't have a bomb? You know, we've got to understand what's going on. And to realize that it's for our protection. You know, the people at TSA, boy, that is not a fun job. But you know what? They're saving lives. And that's what's important. We live in a different world than many of you all grew up in. Many of us grew up in. But you know what? It's still God's world. And we can still come and praise the Lord, worship together. Doesn't matter where we're from. Because you know what? God will even take that terrorist and change his heart. 
Taz Saeed is such a great example of that. If you don't know him, we've had him here a couple of times. He's a Palestinian who used to work for Yasser Arafat. He used to be his, not only his personal driver, but he was also a sniper. And you all know what snipers do, right? And God grabbed a hold of his heart and radically changed him. And when you look into his eyes now, you don't see an eyes of a terrorist. You see the eyes of a man who loves the Lord and who loves Israel. Amen. God will make our enemies our friends. That's why he tells us to pray for our enemies. You know, I know some of y'all out there don't like our president. I know some of y'all out there don't like our last president. But you know what? What does the scripture tell us to do? Pray for him, right? And don't pray that they change the way you want them to be. That's not what kind of prayer God wants. God wants you to pray that they change how God wants them to be. That's how your prayer should be. Lord, you mold them your way. And let us be able to follow them. You know, if, if you agree with every president we've ever had, you're in trouble. Because no one, I don't think they even agree with themselves half the time. But their job is to lead this country. And we need to pray for them because, man, that is not an easy job. And we need to pray for our senators and congressmen and women. Because they got to lead this country as well. And pray for the judges. God has given us a great country to live in. If you've never, you know, from a person who's traveled around the world and seen some good things and seen some bad things, I'm always glad to come home. Okay, maybe Israel would be the only exception, but... But it's a time and a place that we have to understand that God has called us. We're blessed to be here. No matter how our ancestors got here, they're here. Again, what man tries for bad, God will turn to good. And we can live together side by side. And that's what's so great about our nation. And you know what? Our nation's having to do a lot of growing up. In the 1950s, our congregation would probably have been burned down by now, wouldn't it? Let's face it. But we're not back then. We're now. And we're seeing how God has brought us together. And the next generation will be even better. No more do we have signs that say, you know, white people here, black people there. I don't know what they did with the Asians and the, everyone else. That's not how our society is. We've grown. We've matured. I believe it's because we've gotten closer to God. Because God doesn't look what's on the outside, does he? He looks at the inside. And inside we're all the same. We've all got the same number of bones, same skin, right? No difference. And God wants us to come together. It was a hard week last week. But it will get better.
Encourage your friends who don't know God to come know God. Because he is the greatest comforter, provider that anyone could ever have. I want everybody to bow your head and close your eyes. Abba Father, we just come before you right now. Lord, we know that people are hurting. <coughs> people are crying out, trying to figure out why. And Lord, we know that your son Yeshua is there to answer and comfort us. Lord, let this situation be turned to good that those who don't know you will come to know you. Lord, even those doctors, Jewish doctors and nurses who had to work on the gunman, the man that tried to kill him, yet they gave him life. That's what we're to do. Love our enemy. To show him the truth. Lord, comfort us during these times. Lord, also make us stronger. Let us get deeper into your word. We ask this in your son Yeshua's precious name. Everyone said, Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand. Amen.